Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Us former Catholics call this All Saints Day. I'm Broadway yeah, Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. I am not a former Catholic. You're a current Nor a current one. Oh, yeah, oh. obviously. I didn't yeah. realize. I My mean, I yeah. was the I was the St. Pius X Parish Altar Server of the Year for the year of our Lord, wow. 1994. Yeah, so of course. I just want to say. This all checks out. I didn't know this about you, but it makes sense to me. What? What? Why? I just your whole demeanor. <laughs> really? Yeah, sure. Why not? What that means, but okay. I, mean, uh, I never know what I mean, so join yeah, the club. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone had a happy, safe uh, Halloween and whatever festivities that you got yourself into yeah. on Monday night. I hope that they were filled with joy and candy. costumes yeah. and candy and all of that stuff. Um, I am a little worried about whether or not people are going to show up at my door here while we're recording. So we'll see. We'll find out. Um, if they do, I will make sure that I tell them they can only get candy if they subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayreader.com slash Patreon. All right, let's get into the news, Ashley. And on Sunday night, the Classic Stage Company opened up the final production under the helm of outgoing artistic director John Doyle. And that is the Aaron's and Flaherty musical that features a book by Terrence McNally, A Man of No Importance. This was essentially the follow-up to Ragtime, which Aaron's Flaherty and McNally mm-hmm. did. And as Jesse Green talks about in his review, which I'll get to here in a second, very different than Ragtime in size and scale and the types yeah. of songs. So this really was, in my opinion, the heyday of the Aaron's and Flaherty power. And they um, haven't really hit those heights since then, uh, in my opinion. But this show has a fantastic career, uh, fantastic cast, um, with Shireen Ahmed, Alma Cuervo, um, Jim Parsons in the lead, Mary Beth Peel, Tom Sesma, AJ Shively, Mayor Winningham, William Yeomans, and more. It is, has been extended. Uh, it will now run through December 18th. Uh, Grace and I are going to see it on my December trip. So very ah. much looking forward to that. Uh, but let's get into some of these reviews. Jesse Green of the New York Times, as I mentioned, did make the show a critic's pick. He wrote, quote, The lovely revival that opened on Sunday at Classic Stage Company, starring Jim Parsons and directed by John Doyle, is trimmer than the very fine original production at Lincoln Center Theater and staged on a minimal set, also by Doyle, consisting of a few chairs, mirrors, and statuary marys, and making it a good fit for the material that was always modest. 20 years on, it's also a good fit for a moment in which closet stories are beginning to lose their currency. As we've talked about before, Jim Parsons' character is a is a closeted man in 1960s Ireland who is determined to put on a production of Oscar Wilde's Salome um, over the objections of the local church authorities. Yeah. Um, Green continues. In that sense, it's an advantage that Parsons at 49 is younger by nearly a decade than both Roger Reese, who played Alfie in 2002, and Albert Finney, who originated the role in the 1990 film, 1994 film on which the musical is based. With his confident voice, unlined face, and TV polish, he never seems hopeless or, viewed from our time, too old for a new start. And after 12 seasons of The Big Bang Theory, he knows not only what marks to hit, 
but exactly how to hit them. Mm. Good review. Yeah, um, lovely. Moving on to Vulture's Jackson McHenry, he wrote, quote, actually, this is a great way to open this how he opened his review. If you see Mayor Winningham in a coat on stage, you're probably going to mist up. It's just one of those rules of off-Broadway theater. She excels in miniature wistfulness, sketching characters who seem just a little sad and, given the coat, probably just a little cold. So when she appears in A Man of No Importance badgering her brother Alfie, played by Jim Parsons, to settle down with a nice girl, you experience the comfortable sensation of knowing you're about to have your heartstrings filled upon. The satisfactions of this revival of A Man of No Importance are all in that smaller scale fiddling, both literally in the sense of a bit of violin playing on stage. Of course, and in a cast it is a John, Dial, John, John Doyle show after all. Yeah, that is part of the yeah. uh, part of the, the equation all the time. Um, he says, and in a cast of supporting performances, all crafted with delicacy. He continues, as Alfie Parsons also seems as if he's trying to bring himself toward a quieter scale, mostly successfully. During and after the Big Bang Theory, he seemed to embark on a tour of the big gay shows, The Normal Heart, The Boys in the Band, and Alfie is of a piece with some of the other men he has played. Faye, particular, a little naive. Parson adopts an Irish accent, but slips out of it occasionally, especially when trying to land a punchline, at which point he goes for a broader sitcom, sitcom rhythm. Through his wide, winning eyes, though, you can see Alfie's dream of taking a turn as, as Adele and Salome, or his inchoate attraction to his bus driver partner, Robbie Fay, played by A.J. Shively. Again, pretty good one. I especially love the, the, yeah. the Mar Winningham lines yeah. there. I, I, I like the deep character dive on Mayor Winningham in that review. Uh, and every character she plays. Of course, However, yeah. The final review I'm going to talk about is from Tom Geyer from The Rep, and it is not as positive. He writes, quote, while Parsons has many of the qualities of Alfie, it's clear from his opening lines that he is neither a strong singer nor a convincing Irishman, unless this Irishman grew up in Texas and immigrated as an adult. Even his looks of longing for his supposed crush seem buttoned up, hidden somewhere beneath his cardigan. Of course, it doesn't help that the story, adapted by Terrence McNally from a twee 1994 movie starring Albert Finney, already seemed dated when it premiered two decades ago. He continues, Doyle's production remains oddly lifeless, and even moments of violence pass by without so much as a blip to raise the blood pressure. It's one thing to explore the effects of repressed emotions, but if those passions never never bubble to the surface, we're left with a plot that carries no real weight or consequence. In the end, the title feels all too apt. So definitely, definitely some differences of opinion in here. Um, yeah, I've already got a ticket, so I'm seeing it either way. But I I, say, I'm interested to kind of see. Uh, you, you. I mean, you do have a choice, but you, you've yeah. already gotten your ticket, so you're safe. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I've seen the movie, and I don't remember loving it. I don't have any hmm. attachment to the musical. Um. But I am interested in seeing this. I wasn't so much before the reviews came out, but I think that there is enough um, uh, differentiation between <laughs> these reviews that it's one of those that I have to kind of see for myself. Yeah, I like 
I like John Doyle more than than others might. Like I, I've talked yeah. about, Grace and I both saw Assassins together, but I also yep. loved his Carmen Jones. Um, right. I, I guess I like the off Broadway stuff. The bigger stuff doesn't I always was work say, for me. I'm generally not a John Doyle fan, but I think he's done some great work recently and has mm-hmm. been doing great stuff at Classic Stage. Classic Stage in general has been doing great work uh, always, but. And, the past, I would say, three or four years more than anything else. So I can't imagine, especially with the cast, that this is bad by any means. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. So, all right, well, let's move on to some uh, pretty exciting news that we got yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that was that the Paper Mill Playhouse announced the initial casting for the all-new musical production of Disney's Hercules. Now, we saw a version mm-hmm. of this show originally play at Shakespeare in the Park as part of the Public Works program. I mean, some people did i sure as hell didn't well, thanks I did to not the either. lottery i did not either but yeah. um it it will continue to be directed by obi winner earlier to Bessonet, who did it uh in the park and it of mm-hmm. course features music by alan mankin and lyrics by david zippel and a book by tony winner robert horn pretty much they they only announced like the four main leads here and only one of them is continuing with the show from the park which i thought was interesting um in the role of hercules will be bradley gibson um playing hades is tony award winner shuler hensley and playing meg is isabel mccullough all three of them are new to the production the only one returning is disney veteran and uh, tony award winner james monroe Igleheart. you'll remember that um uh, Izzy McCullough is taking over for Krista Rodriguez in the role of Meg. Um, Shuler Hensley is taking over for Roger Bart as Hades. And uh, Bradley Gibson is taking over for Jelani Aladdin as Hercules. This one the, is... The aforementioned people are very busy right now with their own yes, shows. Yes, all of them. All yeah. of them very busy. Yeah. But this one is... Um, uh, going to be coming to Paper Mill beginning on February 16th and is currently scheduled to run through March 19th. Generally, when you see like a one month run, like this is very much an out of town tryout. Yeah, so yep. like they're not saying that. <laughs> not far out of town for once, but definitely no. an out of town tryout. No, this is very much like this is one of those things where like even in the press release, it says this new stage work will be available to 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 the licensing market at a later date. This is one of those yeah. like newsies things that they did at Paper Mill where they're like, yeah. We're doing this to for to get it out to licensing. No, you're not. Like, you're a I mean, liar. They, you're a liar. They might have been. I, lies. I think. Yeah. I think that was what they were actually planning on doing with Newsies. I think they were kind of overwhelmed by that. But you don't do this show now. No. Without intentions to bring it to Broadway. Especially because the demand for it was so high when it was in the park Huge. and has been since. And there's been 18,000 rumors that it was transferring to Broadway since then. Yeah, it would be. Miraculous and shocking if this didn't make it to Broadway after this. Yeah. I guess, you know, it is ending in mid to late March. I guess yeah. there's time if they even wanted to sneak it in this season. I don't know that they will. I, I would imagine that if they wanted to so. bring it to Broadway, yeah. I think they'd push it to the fall. But They like, would wait to the fall, I think, and get like the Christmas tourism season in there. Yes, I agree. I think that's probably most likely because they would have to open by early May and that's probably or maybe even late no late April um so it's the chances that I guess that doesn't actually happen yeah yeah, there's there's no chance of that (laughs) happening so um but either way we'll be interesting to see it um when it eventually makes it to New York Mm -hmm. speaking of Disney musicals yesterday we got word that the newly reimagined production of Aida will finally be having its world premiere 
However, it will not be happening in the United States. I think at one point that was actually planned to happen at Paper yeah. Mill as well. Yeah. Um, it was going to happen at Paper Mill pre-pandemic. And then like during the pandemic, it was going to happen in Germany. Now it is happening in the Netherlands. Of course. Um, because why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it will. The score will continue to be by Elton John and Tim Rice, as it was originally on Broadway. However, um, it is now being directed by Shelley Williams and features... I don't know if it's a completely new book, but it is definitely an updated book by David Henry Huang back when I spoke with him oh, yeah. years ago at this point. Um, he was talking about the process of, of doing this show and, and kind of what they were bringing to it at the time. It has been so long now. I don't remember anything that he said. I was, I was but, just about to ask, did, do you actually remember any of the well, details? I think there was a lot of, 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 there was a lot even before this, but we talked about the fact that in the original production, all of the Egyptians were white and all of the Nubians sure. were, were black. That is obviously not ethnically and historically accurate how mm-hmm. those, the, the differentiation. Now, I understand maybe just from a logistical standpoint to like differentiate people sure. uh, in that original production in a time when they didn't actually care about representation and accuracy and those kind of things. I yeah. guess I get it, but that was something that, um, that he had kind of talked about like they, they weren't going to do that anymore. I don't know beyond that what, what has changed, but mm. I'm interested to see what happens. They did announce, um, some of the, Stars, I'm not going to try their Netherlandian names here. So, uh, you, if you want, if you want to check it out, you're <laughs> one of them. I'll, I'll give you one of okay, them. Okay. Thank you. April Darby. That's oh, one okay. Very, yeah. very Dutch. Gaia Aikman, I believe. Um, and then Nada Jim Severina is my best options here. I don't go. know who any of these people are playing. So it's good <laughs> luck with that. Um, Anyway, so I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Um, the last little bit of news here in this section uh, on her uh, social media accounts uh, yesterday, I believe, the current Broadway Glenda, Brittany Johnson, did announce that she will be taking, quote, my last flight in the bubble on February 12th of 2023. Of course, she was the first uh, woman of cl- color to full-time play Glenda on Broadway and she has been in the role for over a year now, I, be- I believe. Mm-hmm, I think and so. She was the first black actress to take on that role. And apparently she is uh, hanging up the tiara early next year. It'll be interesting to see where they go with this, if they start to introduce a little bit more um, diversity in that role. And Maybe. with Alphaba, which Alphaba's had a little bit over the years, but very, not a ton. Very little. Yeah, and and interestingly enough, there's been a few black women to play the role. There's been probably more um, Latin and Hispanic women who mm-hmm. have played the the have played Alphabet on Broadway than actually black women, which seems yeah. crazy. But uh, congratulations to her. I saw her uh, on Broadway in in Wicked in March, so I'm very excited oh, yeah. for whatever is next for her. I Most believe. Definitely. I, I'm going to have to look this up because this just occurred to me. Okay. She's leaving on February 12th. Okay. Was she, was she involved with Once Upon a One More Time? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she I, might have been involved with a workshop before the out-of-town tryout. That I don't remember. Maybe not. Maybe I mean, I don't remember. I'm getting – that some of these things were so long ago um, that – uh, I could be confusing things, but I'm just saying once upon a one more time, still it's right out there. there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just there. It's eventually coming. Mm-hmm. 
We'll see how eventually. We'll, we'll see. Um, but anyway, um, we will we will definitely see. But um, yeah, I don't think she she. I think she would have been busy for the out of town trial. But I think she I, she might have been involved. I feel like she was involved with the workshops. But I, was I could say, be if it was just anything, conflating a bunch of people. Just, yeah, that's very possible. If it was anything, I feel like it had to have been a workshop. But yeah, hmm. we'll see. Anyway. Hmm. All right, so let's wrap up the show with a Halloween feel-good recommendation. And the cast of Into the Woods showed up on the Halloween episode of The View on Monday. And I will <laughs> let you know a little bit. This was taped like two weeks ago. So okay. like some of the casting is a little strange um, how, who they have in there. Um, Sebastian Arcellus is still with the company. In uh-huh. uh, this, we got... Andy Carl and Jason Forbach as the princes and uh, Patina Miller was there as the witch. But we also got the current star, Stephanie J. Block, Krista Rodriguez, Katie Garrigty in there, Cole Thompson, Kennedy Kanagawa, Lucia Spina, who I think is, is gone now, too. So, I think so yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a nice little medley of the title song and then Last Midnight Ooh. kind of pushed all together. Great performance by Patina in this one. So um, when <laughs> I see, see the it. show, when I see the show, I purposely, as much as I, I've seen Patina, I, I really liked her, but mm-hmm. I purposely got mm-hmm. it on one of the days she wasn't going to be there because I wanted to <laughs> yeah. see um, yeah. Montego. I wanted to, but yeah, I wanted to see Montego Glover uh, so I could have the full gambit of all three of the witches in this production because yeah. I saw um, the the legendary and iconic Heather of Headley course. to bring it full circle yeah, back yeah, to, yeah. to Aida, <laughs> uh, which is where I originally fell in love with her, of course. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm seeing this Montego. one again. That's going to be yeah. mine too. Is that next time I go and see, it's going to yeah. be on a day that Montego's in because now I've seen Patina twice. So, oh, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and I've, I've interviewed Montego here on Broadway Radio before, it's so I'm, I'm I'm excited to, to see here in this friend of the pods. Friend of the pods. Uh, so, all right, everybody, that is all that we have for you today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No This Is Ashley. And you can find me on Twitter with a blue verified check just for the next for, ninety for days. Like apparently, 20, 20 bucks a month coming at yeah, you. Yeah, as soon as they as soon as they implement that i'm certainly losing my check because there's yeah. no chance in hell i'm paying 20 bucks to keep it that's for i know sure. the last few days of doing our outros i've been like can you really find me on twitter though these days yeah, I know. not particularly but i mean i tweeted i tweeted something on monday before we started recording like i would like to leave all social media oh so much so but so I, much but besides the fact that like i need it for work like i yeah. also don't have any friends so like that's my yeah, that's only true. like like connection to humanity is is that never mind texting people or anything well but i mean like it's different like you know like i don't hang out with people so it's like you eh, whatever you know yeah you just have a conversation through tweets tweets alone with the with with the hallmark characters that embody my living room every night so obviously yeah of course (laughs) all right that's all that we've got we're gonna leave you before we get too weird have a wonderful tuesday and we'll talk to you tomorrow